0: And we're back with an episode of the MDM podcast. I'm Joe Morales, thrown by Coach Trevor Markowski. Trevor, you got a big game tomorrow. We'll get into that at the end. But how you doing today? I'm doing good. So, uh, featured program today is Yankees and Mets off season wants needs our wish list. What, uh, what we want? It's been highly anticipated by me and Trevor because we keep saying we'll give a little bit of a way to each other, but we held on to it for. A good amount of time we put in our back pocket, and, and and today we can we can let it all out. What we won from the Yankees, we can try and say what we want from the Mets as non-Met fans, and uh, if you want to touch on anything else from the, around the league. But number one, I do want to start with the NBA news, and that is that the NBA is coming back now on December twenty second. It's been finalized, uh, everything except the money and the salary caps already. So, uh, I'm gonna get your reaction to that, Trevor.
1: I don't like it. I think it's very uh, not thinking about the player from the NBA's perspective. That's my opinion. What do you mean by that? Well, too short of an offseason. I think it needed to be about a month longer, if you ask me.
0: Mm.
1: That's just my opinion.
0: Well, you know why they're doing it, right? Yeah, Christmas Day, money. Money, exactly. And they got the players on board with it, which is – I found that surprising. They they were able to get the players on board with such a short offseason. Yeah, good.
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's as many players as they said. I think it's you know a lot of players. I don't think like it. if you ask. Do me, you really
0: think guys like Danny Green didn't say he would, but when Danny Green said some of the good veteran players would sit out for their first month, do you think that's really gonna happen? I think there's a shot that it could happen. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, but uh, what was I gonna say? But yeah, we get it back. Uh, you know what it is too. Some of the teams that didn't play in Orlando or even the ones that did play and they they missed the playoffs, they haven't played in a couple months. A team like the New York Knicks, they haven't played in nine months. So for those teams, it was pretty easy for them to say yes. It was really only the final four or eight teams that maybe wouldn't be on board with such a short off season. Would you agree there? Yeah, I I guess
1: so. Well that you know, nine months, that's not my palm. You know, teams gotta get better. That's all I can say. Not my pump, you don't play for nine months. Get draft better players.
0: Well, you're you're also coming from a Lakers standpoint. You're you're, yeah. you're you're talking as a Lakers fan, having well they ended in was it was it really early October? Was it that short ago? October twelfth was the last game. So that'll set them up with just over two months. And the regular NBA offseason is close to four months, right? So you're cutting it in half. You're cutting it in half, but you're also playing a shorter season by ten games. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not a good enough excuse, though. Still not even But they were able to get the players on board because of the money. Uh, it was a cool unification on the, from the Players Association and the league to to get on board financially. But, um, yeah, I just want to touch on that real quick. But let's get into our featured program, Yankees and Mets offseason. And we'll start with the news of the day is the New York Mets. They have their new owner, Steve Cohen, is now in power. He... In his uh introductory press conference today said he would like to see a World Series in the next three to five years, whether you're that whether that's uh too much time, too short time, <clears throat> I don't know. But he put an emphasis on the fact that this isn't going to be a mid-market team anymore. They're going to spend like the big boys, like the Yankees, like the Dodgers, teams like that, like the Red Sox. There's, there's no more basement-dwelling New York Mets. This is going to be one of the premier franchises in all of baseball. We'll see. We'll see. I still have doubts. <clears throat> well, we'll get right into what they want. and he, Sandy Alderson, who's back as president— Made it seem like Trevor Bauer is their number one priority, and that's what I had uh have it at. Look at their they're current not rotation get, right not now. Why do you say that? I think
1: it's, I think he's gonna go to other teams. If you ask me, I don't think the Yankees are gonna get him either. So I don't think he's not. He's not coming to New York. If you ask my opinion,
0: but you'd agree that starting pitching is a top priority for the Mets. Oh yeah. What I was your, your number one Mets priority?
1: I would say starting pitching is number one, or maybe an
0: outfielder. I put starting pitching one. I'll rank them, and then I'll, we'll go into depth. on all. I, I put starting pitching one, bullpen two, a true center fielder three. No more putting corner outfielders in center field. A true center fielder, and then number four is a catcher. And how about this? How about Francisco Lindor? I hear all these rumors that he's going to Queens.
1: Well, I just heard today that the two main contenders that are going to go toe to toe with Lindor is
0: going to be Toronto and the Yankees. We'll talk about Lindor and the Yankees in a second, but or later I on. That's right.
1: true. I just heard those are the two teams. It could be. I could be wrong. That could, that's what I. That's what I read about two hours ago.
0: My first instinct when I think of teams trading for Lindor is: is there a need? And it's it's Francisco Lindor, Trevor right? This is a premier talent. He's a top five shortstop in baseball. Even if you don't need him, even if shortstop isn't a top priority, and I wouldn't say i Ahmed Rosario for the Mets is a lock. Would you agree there? I agree. I I, I have the free agents right here. I'm going to tell
1: you the free agents that i would going to tell you are God. Or what, what I would do with them. Okay. Cespedes out. Stroman out. Lowry out. Porcello stay. Ramos... Stay, Torino's stay, Justin Wilson stay, Todd Frazier out, Mraznik I guess defense I guess you can say Walker's out, Eduardo Nunez out, Jared Hughes out.
0: I'm getting rid of a lot of guys. A lot of guys can get out. Okay, a lot to unpack there, and. I'll stay on the topic of starting pitching. And one guy you mentioned is Marcus Stroman. And I believe today is the deadline or we're coming up on the deadline. Wednesday. To, it's, yeah. So it's Wednesday. That's tomorrow to accept or reject that qualifying offer. If Marcus Stroman does not accept the qualifying offer, and I don't think he's going to, this guy needs to get his head examined. I, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'll, okay. I'll spoil it. Uh, This will be on our show Friday. I don't think we're having a very eventful off season league wise. There's not going to be a ton of spending. So when the Mets offer Marcus Stroman a one-year deal worth $19 million, it's a one-year deal. He'll be a free agent next year, hopefully when the baseball economy is back to booming like it is. He would be stupid. He would need to get his head examined if he doesn't accept a $19 million deal for one year. I don't think he will. I hope he doesn't. But it needs to happen, right? Well. I- you can't, you can't I mean, tell me I, that I, I, in, I, I, in in the market I, today, in the in the baseball economy today, that that is not a great deal for a player. Let alone a player who played half a year. He quit on his team. Number one, and number two, uh, not a lot of money's being thrown around this year.
1: I agree. Now, I think as a player who should keep it, as a different point of view, I hope he leaves. I hope he's out,
0: and I hope, and I hope he goes cross town. If you ask me. Okay, but <laughs> I, I, that's a fair assessment because. Again, we're Yankee fans, but step in the role of the Mets front office. Step in the role as a Met fan. Do you want Marcus Stroman back? Yes. Do you want him back on a long term deal? A long term deal. No. Me neither. That is what I'm saying. Now, this is, no, no, no. I, listen, Marcus Stroman. If he doesn't accept this I, I, I keep saying it. He's got to get himself checked out because unless the Mets. Were that traumatizing to Marcus Stroman? I don't think it's an understate when I say he didn't like playing as New York Met. He made that pretty obvious. I remember when he was traded there? I don't know if you remember this. When he got traded there, he was upset because he got traded to the wrong New York team. Uh, it, it, he he made it pretty clear that he did not li- like being in New York Met. But it's, it's the way baseball's going. That $19 million for one real year is an absolute steal. Also for Marcus Stroman, he's getting overpaid. I agree. Do they? Do you think he accepts the qualifying offer? I don't now? think he's going to, and that's a major problem for him. I don't want listen. I don't want to tell him how to live his life. I don't want to tell him how to go about his baseball career. But if I am Marcus Stroman for one year, in the way the market is going, I mean, I I would have accepted that on the first day. But listen, the other options the Mets have because look at their rotation right now. It's Jacob Degrom. Noah Syndergaard's hurt. Well, we think he'll be ready for opening day, but you never know with Tommy John surgery. And then David Peterson. It's not just one starting pitcher you need; you need two. So uh, I'm gonna pull up the list. I have a couple right here. The, the top line starting pitchers you can go after. So, Number one, so Bauer. I'm, what's
1: up? But all the others coming. I'm getting uh, baseball alerts left and right here. So uh, what's going on? Am I missing something? I'm on. On my Instagram, they're talking about you know, Mayhew.
0: Or LeMayhew just declined the qualifying offer. No Yeah, surprise that's, there. that's
1: what the big thing is right now,
0: which I expected. And yeah, that was the surprise. But so the three big guys the Mets can go after, number one, uh, Trevor Bauer, number two, Charlie Morton, and also Jake Odorizzi. Now, it's not – you can't stop there. If you can get two of the three guys, it, it might not be smart from a financial standpoint, but go for it. How about a John Lester? Or an Adam Wainwright, no, or, no. no, you don't like him as, uh, as Met.
1: No, I don't like Go to either. I think he's overrated.
0: I don't have the stats up here to, to prove it right now, but two years ago he was one of the best pitchers in the league. Well, that's two years ago. This is now. Two right, years ago. right. But y'all, you're playing a sixty game season. That this was a major problem, or not a major problem. This was a major talking point in the beginning of the year. How are we going to assess players after a 60-game season? I agree. I'm yeah, not I'm... gonna put a lot of stock in it. I'll put a little bit of stock in it. Like Gary Sanchez. If he, I saw something on the Michael K show. I don't like the Michael K show because he's not a fan. He's more of an he's more of an insider. He's one of them. But he said it wouldn't shock him if Gary Sanchez is cut because they don't want to pay him his $6 million in arbitration.
1: Well, I'll talk about Gary Sanchez
0: anyway and I'll tell you what my plans for him are as a Yankee fan. So that is the way we're going in this market. Now, uh, some other people you could go after. Um, I don't know. Mike fires Springer. Cole Ham. Okay. Oh no, you're talking about- I'm talking about strong pitching. But yeah, you want to go center field, sure. Center field, the obvious one is George Springer, right? You- I can't think of a better guy. Right-handed pop, uh great fielding. Um they're going to have to pay a lot for him though. Well, Stevie Cohen uh can accept bad salary. I don't think he wants to though. If you don't go, go for Listen, if you if don't go for to. George if Springer. he
1: had to we could.
0: He, I, but he said today he didn't want—I mean, listen, no GM or owner wants to give out bad contracts. I think that's pretty obvious. But he's going to spend money like a lunatic. But what, what what's your expectation of Colin heading into the season? I think people are overrating him. I, they're going to be a big market team, but he's not going to go out and sign JT Romito, uh George Springer, Trevor Bauer— And, like, I don't know, give me the next best free agent, Michael Brantley. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to go out and spend $200 million in one offseason. Yeah, I I get your point. Now, other than Springer, do you have any other people in center field that you think would be good choices? Because Jackie Bradley Jr. stands out to me. That's a defensive center fielder if, for some reason, you can't fork over the money for Springer. I didn't really come up with anybody after those two guys, did you? No, I the other the other I'm on MLB.com. They gave me a list of free agents by position. After Bradley, it's Kevin Pilar, Jake Marisnick, who was a met this year, Gerard Dyson and Billy Hamilton. So it's a it is a steep fall-off after those two guys. Now, if you don't sign George Springer, then you better have made another huge acquisition uh in either in the starting pitching market. The bullpen market is pretty uh pretty good this year. Liam Hendricks is good. Kirby Yates, Brad Hand. This goes back to my Gary Sanchez point, Trevor. Brad Hand had a nearly perfect season this year. And he gets put on waivers by the Indians. Yeah, but a pitcher's different. He's a relief different. pitcher is different. You can't find a good relief pitching off the street. I was shocked yeah, like, that's a yeah, stupid move. I'm talking about a relief pitcher's numbers are skewed because he doesn't play as much as a batter does. But Brad Hand is... There are a couple of automatic relief pitchers because... Listen, you. I'm sure you agree. With me, relief pitchers are very on and off. One year they're good. One year they're not. Brad Hand is one of those pitchers that is on every year. You can, you can, yes. you can use your fingers. You can count on your fingers how many relief pitchers are good every year. Brad Hand, uh, give me Ryan Presley, like people like that. Chap- What's that? Chapman. Anything. Yes. Uh, roll this Chapman. Give me any big name closer. They are automatic. So. The Mets have to go out there and find their automatic. Brad Hand's one. Liam Hendricks is one. Kirby Yates is another. These are all relief pitchers. Yeah, Kirby Yates
1: has injuries, so I don't know if they're going to go in there.
0: That's fair. Listen, Liam Hendricks is thirty-two years old. Brad Hand's thirty-one years old. If if age and injuries are are an issue to you, there are plenty of younger alternative options. I agree. And one more thing, let's get into the Mets catchers. Uh, just like Springer, I compare him to Springer. I mean, I don't compare him. I compare the the market and I compare the need. Uh, J.T. Romito, another perfect fit here. More right-handed bat. Uh, more right-handed pop, and a complete all-around five-tool catcher. He can field, he can run, he can throw, he can hit, and uh, he can hit for power and contact. So, I've I've, I've heard the rumors and as of you that he's not fond of coming to New York. He's staying in Philly, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that at all. But um, listen, I think he goes to. I think Washington's a big one. I saw him come up today. and He'd be perfect in Washington. I'm not. I'm not saying well. I think he stays in
1: Philly. That's my opinion.
0: But can the Mets offer him enough money to sway him and bring him to New York when he's even when he's not even a fan of coming here? That's Constantly. the main question. It's got to be a good offer, though. Has to be a great. It has to blow the other offers away. And that could just be, uh, I don't even know who his agent is. That could be his agent trying to get more money out of the Mets. They know he's the premier free agent this offseason, and he might be milking him for more money. Maybe. Certainly possible. Uh, If, for some reason, Romino doesn't happen, you could go Tyler Flowers, uh, James McCann, Jason Castro. Same thing with uh, relief pitchers. The catcher's market is pretty good this year, too. Yes, um, uh, and then we'll, we we touched on it a little bit. We'll do it one more time. Uh, Francisco Lindor, if you have the option to, you don't pass up on this guy.
1: You trade him, but you gotta tell me who I'm giving
0: up for first. If you, okay, you play Indians, I'll play Mets. Okay, ready for this? Mm-hmm. I will give you Ahmed Rosario, Andres Jimenez, and Dom Smith.
1: Mmm no one more Seth Lugo, then yes.
0: Oh you want you want a relief pitcher back? Alright, no, I'll what? counter that. Edwin Diaz. Deal. You would do that. Okay. How about uh two prospects and Brandon Nimmo? You gotta tell me who the
1: two prospects, are.
0: Right. Uh do you know the Mets farm system good enough? Um who, who's the um isn't the, there a uh there's a catcher, Francisco Alvarez.
1: Yeah, he's 17 and-
0: years old. You that That's one. And uh, Ronnie Maruccio. he's a shortstop. He's also uh, like 19 or 20. And then Brandon I, Nimmo.
1: That's not good. I don't think that, that's that's not good enough
0: at all. If the Mets and the Indians were to deal, number one, the Indians would ask for a outfielder back. Uh, Conforto is untouchable. They don't have a center fielder. I don't think they're willing to trade Nimmo. Nimmo seems like get untouchable for them. Brody Van Wagenen refused to trade him. Maybe with a new GM, it's different. But uh, if there's one guy to move, it's, uh, it's Dom Smith. He has no place right now. I agree. And I've seen people give me the argument of uh, the DH is coming. That's fair. But if you have the opportunity to get a premier shortstop, a premier switch hitting power hitting shortstop, you make that deal. Isn't the DH not gonna not gonna be in the National League this year? Not it. In, okay, here's what I've heard. It is not gonna be in the league unless the Players Union agrees to expand the playoffs.
1: Which 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 is you know, which I don't know why the DH isn't universal, but that's a different argument for a different time.
0: Hey, I I love my pitcher hitting. No,
1: no, obsolete <laughs> <laughs> hundred years ago.
0: <laughs> you're wait, wait wait you're telling me that? Wait, listen. When he he'll text me, Trevor will text me when he's coaching his football games on how he's doing like outside handoffs. You're, you're telling me oh, how you mean, love playing on grass fields, all. really? But football old school. Oh come on, it's the it's same, it's same thing. It's the same football. thing. You're telling me you love playing on grass fields. You love doing these outside handoffs, but you don't love the picture hitting. How could and because it's all hundred oh. years ago, really?
1: Well,
0: the last time I checked, NFL teams do uh, outside handoffs. The NFL, How many NFL teams play on grass fields?
1: Oh, but this is not the NFL.
0: <laughs> and I can give you how many teams use the the designated hitter and how many don't. Fifteen and fifteen. Did not even split? I th- I think there are more field or I think there are more teams that don't use a D8 than there are um, uh, grass fields in the NFL. Ugh.
1: We play Don't give 15. me that a hundred
0: years BS. <laughs> oh, you want anything else in the Mets no a oh, hundred years ago you want to talk man you're when i first met trevor when i met him summer of 2019 this kid shows up he's wearing an, he has his overalls he like these like straps like what it, 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 you live in a hundred years ago they a lot of my old balls i know <laughs> i don't know how to do Maybe my memory's not too fond. It was something along like you like these short khaki shorts that I've never, i I've never worn. I've never seen them ever. I'm like, where, where's this kid from? <laughs> but, um, all right, let's get, let's get to the Yankees. Hundred years ago, okay. Um, so this is a rather big offseason for the Yankees because I'm starting to sense that that their window is closing. Unless they make some big changes. So, number one, Hap, Paxton, they're walking. I am not going to offer them a contract to come back. Uh, And that leaves a huge opening in their starting rotation that Trevor Bauer would be nice. (laughs) And if they don't want to fork over the money for Trevor Bauer, because I'm sure you agree, DJ LeMahieu is more of a priority than Trevor Bauer. Do you agree with me there?
1: Ooh, I don't know. Very close, 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 okay. close.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you that I think D.J. Mayhew is more of a uh, – I'm to go
1: slightly more, slightly more.
0: Slightly I, – I think he's definitely highly, uh, more highly regarded. But if they don't want to go after Trevor Bauer, they don't want to give the money, Charlie Morton. I love Charlie Morton. He's a playoff warrior. You watch him the four straight postseasons with the Rays and the Astros – Guy is electric in the postseason. Do do you want to hear my
1: 2021 Envision Yankees rotation? Go for it.
0: I'm going to write it down. Cole won. Cole.
1: Then, Strowman.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Red flags. Morton. Okay.
1: Then, (laughs) Debbie Garcia. Okay. And... Ooh, and I'm really
0: don't say and... it. don't say it, Trevor, don't say. You're... Okay, thank you. I thought you were gonna say Laizaga. I'm like I'm done with that guy. Um I well,
1: gonna say him. Come on, I went with Tanaka.
0: Okay, so number one, I don't like Marcus Stroman. He is too much of a freak. He's you're not on Twitter, but he's blocking guys on Twitter left and right. Thankfully, I have not been one of the people to have been blocked by Marcus Stroman on Twitter. Not yet, at least. But that's happened
1: next, since you just since you just say you haven't been blocked. That's yeah, I'm, I'm gonna
0: go check right now. I'm pro- I probably was within the past five seconds, but that I don't like him. Uh, it's something about his attitude. I think he's a little. I think he's very overrated. Actually, uh, he's gonna get a deal similar to Zach Wheeler. He's overrated. He got twenty million dollars. I'm not ready to give that much money up. So here is my. I I'll give you two. I'll give you one where the Yankees go out and spend money. Number one is Cole. Number two is Morton. Number three is, let me think, Tanaka. Number four is Herman. And number five is Garcia. Now, you also have some options. Let's say you don't spend any money for starting pitcher. You even let Masahiro Tanaka walk. You still have Cole, Herman, Severino, Garcia, and Clark Schmidt. That is a very weak rotation. It's something I wouldn't be shocked to see next year. With the way how Steinbrenner's talking, how much money he lost, uh, how they don't want to spend a lot of money. That rotation is looking more and more likely as the days go on. But my ideal rotation would include Masir Tanaka, would include Charlie Morton, Debbie Garcia, Garrett Cole, and then I guess Herman until Severino comes back. Uh, You also have Clark Schmidt to work with.
1: I was gonna say something about financial losses, but it, it could be an inappropriate comment, so I'm gonna have to I have to hold myself against that.
0: What could it be? Uh, that
1: that would be for after the show.
0: I'm gonna. I can't wait to hear this. i i I might have to tweet it out.
1: So, so <laughs> if, if, like I said before, if you have something to say that you know is on the border, save it for off the record.
0: Exactly. Um. But, go ahead.
1: Maybe I guess you could see it happening. You know, Severino coming back not right away, but you know. <clears throat> I think the Yankees are in a very tight situation. They let Canley walk. If I'm the Yankees read of an offseason, I normally have a good read on their off seasons. I don't know right now. I think it's still very cloudy, to off season pitcher, if you ask me. So I don't I don't
0: know what direction they're gonna go in right now. Let's pocket the pictures. We'll come back to it. Cause the number one priority is DJ Lemahew. So he's going to be, or he is 32 years old right now. So Josh Donaldson last year got a four-year deal over $21 million a year with a um, mutual option for the fifth year. So Josh Donaldson was guaranteed a contract until he's 36 years old. I think that is what DJ LeMahieu will get, if not better than what Josh Donaldson got. Fair point, I think, yeah, I think he will not go much more. So if you are the Yankees brass... If you are a general manager, owner, whatever title that offers out contracts, is four years, twenty one million dollars worth it for, uh, DJ LeMahieu?
1: Yes, and the Yankees who are you know not going to spend money
0: this year as much, this could be the year they get away with it with LeMahieu. Wouldn't you agree? No, absolutely, dude. If if they don't re-sign the Le LeMahieu, I'm going to be furious. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: I was talking about this creepy idiot the that can get away with not paying Lemayo as much and still getting him.
0: Oh no, I don't like, think Alice in a normal year. This is debatable because I can't think in the mindset of a player. But but listen to this. I do not think any of the marquee free agents like Lemayo, like Realmuto, like Bauer. Uh, you know, give me any other player. Um. They are not going to lower their asking price because of the bad financial state the baseball's in
1: now the other uh, what I meant to say was is that the market might not be as high for some of these players because of COVID. Would' you make that fair assessment?
0: Oh, that's what I'm saying yeah, that is yeah, what I'm saying
1: but that's why I'm saying the Yankees can get away with the deal not as expensive as in a normal year. No but I,
0: but I'm bad. saying the player the high the high uh highly regarded players won't do that.
1: I guess I, it, 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 it's a it's a fine line. I'll tell you.
0: You know what you're going to see Trevor. You are going to see this year a lot of one year deals. One year deals. So what these make you if he were to fall into the category of the one year deal, he would get one year, maybe twenty five million dollars, and if next year hopefully the financial side of baseball comes back, then he would get his three or four year deal. So. If it's a one-year deal for these highly regarded free agents, it is going to be for a crap ton of money. Like I said, Deidre LeMay, you won your $25 million. But I have a feeling that the, the highly regarded free agents are not going to back down. They are not going to say, uh, oh, well, the market, it's, it's, it's bad. I'm, I'm going to take it's, a lesser contract for four years. In my opinion, it's a fascinating offseason. It is. And we'll get into more of that on Friday. But, yeah, there's that. So, De'Azio LeMahieu, whether it's for one year at a high average annual value or for the regular four-year deal I just offered, he needs to be back. He is too important to this team for him to let him go. I agree. So, we talked about starters. Uh, Here's another one. They need a bullpen arm. Um, uh, You know, Canley was hurt. He wasn't going to pitch next year, so they let, uh, they let him go ahead and just walk either way. Um, they need a bullpen. Yeah. Good, so well, and, good.
1: Uh, I thought I would have solution. Good, yeah. Britain 8th, Chapman 9th, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say you don't trust out of but okay.
0: let's just say okay? which they don't, they do not which right you know. now. I would put low IC at the seventh inning guy right now. What has he done to prove to you that he's a seventh inning guy?
1: Well, what has out done to prove he's a seventh inning guy? At what least with
0: Vino, he's had a track record of of being a closer, being a competent People, reliever.
1: First of all, well, the Yankees don't trust him, so they're not going to put him back in that why right away.
0: So you can throw him out. He he he's not in
1: that role to start the season. Is that a fair enough assessment to make?
0: Yes, but Jonathan Lewiseka isn't any better <coughs> than Adam Avino. Like,
1: right. I'm just telling you what what a fact is.
0: That th- listen, that, that, that that's a fair argument that uh, they don't trust him. I I happen to agree with you, but. The Yankees aren't saying because we don't trust Adavino with the seventh inning, we're gonna to turn to Johnny Lewizica. Who would you who else would you put in there from that ball Green. Green's the seventh Green's the new seventh inning guy, unless they don't sign anyone.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe moves to the sixth. I just think that
0: he. I know you you want to factor in Luizica
1: somewhere. I think he has the stuff and I think he's proved it. Now again, this is me saying this, so I'm a little biased, but I think he's proved it that he is an elite
0: he could be an elite relief pitcher. Let me give you this. Cause off the top of my head I can't think of another left handed relief pitcher the Yankees have. Uh what about a Justin Wilson? Or somewhere along somewhere along those lines? Uh Jake McGee. Aaron, Aaron Loop, like a left-handed relief pitcher. Sean, Sean Doolittle, he's a former closer. He was really good. You know, getting another – listen, if you're going to tell me the Yankees are going to go after Kirby Yates, Liam Hendricks, and right hand, I'm on board uh, for the right price. But it, it's, just, it's just not realistic. It's not going to happen. So you got to find a left-handed relief pitcher. Would anyway, you agree with me there? Because the only one right now is, is Zach Britton. You can't have one left-handed relief pitcher.
1: I agree, and you have to find somewhere else. You have to, you have to find where the is going to come from, and it's tough to find them.
0: I agree. So they need one reliever arm. You agree with me there? Here's another one. I got, I got, uh, I got three more things. My next one is move Gleyber Torres back to second and sign a shortstop. One guy is the you one
1: this with the short in the second base. What? Oh, we're we still on this about the short in the second base? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Oh, it's a
0: huge deal. You have the opportunity to find a, a, a real shortstop. It's like the Mets thing in center field. So, so, so you're going to
1: tell me that the reason why Torres didn't play as well this year in 60 games is because he wasn't
0: that shortstop. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's better off at second base. He's a – he is a uh what's the word put I'm LeMay. looking for? He's well, a. Where do, you,
1: where do you put LeMay here then?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Ready for this? Where do you
1: put? Oh, we're moving to first base. Where do you put Voight? Then?
0: We're trading sh- away Voight. That's not happening. We're trading oh, away Voight no, for no, a starting no, pitcher. That's not... No. no.
1: That, that that's out. Unless that's what I, I would do.
0: Me, unless you tell me we're trading Voight for Lindor. All right. Yeah. yeah hey, then l- l- I- let's 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 make a deal, Trevor. You ready for this? Luke Voight, Clark Schmidt. Clint Frazier, Miguel Andahar. Francisco Lindor. Who says no? I might be a little too much. I think you might get
1: them without. You might take one of those guys out and still get him.
0: Well, they okay. They want they want the outfielder, so they want Clint Frazier. Uh, I'm throwing in the prospect for good measure. So give him uh, what's his face. Give him Schmidt. There is no room for Andahar here. So throw him in. Listen, and then Void is the number one guy. You get back Lindor. You put Lindor short, Torres goes back to second, uh, Lemayhew goes to first, or stays at third, and you sign Michael Brantley to play left field. Michael uh, Brantley, in addition to Dijon Lemayhew, should be the the Yankees' next biggest free agent acquisition. This
1: I disagree with Brantley.
0: Why? I don't like him with the Yankees. I I just don't. The whole cheating thing and oh. the Astros. And- He's a listen. He's a three hundred hitter who happens to be left handed.
1: I just don't. I don't like it. Would I be mad if they signed him? No, nah, you know he's a good player. I would be happy to have him. The cheating avoid. scandal
0: has no impact on me if he's a good player. So if I Michael can, Brantley comes here, I'm not even going to remember he was on the Astros. I agree, but I don't. Think, I think there's better options than him. Like who? Well, I'll tell you. I would look at an in house option. Why not? Aww. Uh, Flo No, Trevor, he's 21 years old. He hasn't played above single A yet. No, I don't know. He,
1: he did get a start in the major leagues.
0: So you got to put that down. He went off a 4. It still counts. It still counts as a major league start. <laughs> Come on. Trevor, Michael Brantley would be a what perfect fit. He. What about Gardner? I don't want Gardner back. He's 37 years old. I want him
1: back. Come on. He's a veteran player. I want him back.
0: Trevor. I, I, you, you sound like you're in denial, so I have, to, I have to set you straight here. The Yankees need bat-to-ball players. Throw out the 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 uh, narrative that you need left-handed hitters. I don't believe in that. If right-handed hitters hit right-handed pitchers, it doesn't matter. But Michael Brantley happens to be left-handed. He happens to hit 300 every year. He happens to play a good left field. In Yankee Stadium with that short porch. Michael Brantley's going to hit 320, hit 25 home runs, driving 80 or 90 RBIs, and he's going to compliment D.J. LeMahieu in this lineup. He is going to be the left-handed D.J. LeMahieu.
1: What about if I told you the Yankees signed George Springer? Then what would you say?
0: You have Aaron Hicks. You don't need a center fielder. You're wasting money. Baby Hicks gets traded. How do you know? But, no, no, dude, they're not Come on. They're not trading Hicks. Well, is it? If you have Hicks, Judge, and Stanton can't play the outfield anymore, Trevor, he has problems staying on the. F- he can't get up the dugout steps. You're gonna stick him in left field for a full season. I mean, we're paying this guy two hundred eighteen million. He can't even play the freaking outfield. <laughs> dude, so- <laughs> dude, I agree with you. But if you want it to pay off, he can't play left field. It's it's I, I, I get it's embarrassing, but he. I, I, I I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of Brantley on
1: the Yankees. That's just my opinion. But if I, if they, uh, I'm not stone cold again against it. If they sign him, they sign him, you oh, know, I'd be happy. They did, you know, it was a good fit.
0: But just, just to be clear, you are against Michael Brantley because he was in a Houston Astro in 2018.
1: That's a small part of it. I just
0: don't think he fits in with New York. That's just my, that's a big, bigger part. Okay, I'm going to challenge you on this though. What has he done to prove you that he's not? Nothing, that's just my opinion. So you, so based off his looks and based off his merit, you were going to assume that he is not fit for New York. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Okay, no, I, no, I, I don't want you to take it personally. I'm, I was trying to grasp it. You don't like him because you don't think he fits for New York. Yes. Okay. can't change your mind, dude. Um. Uh. So yeah, and here's my last one. Uh, I know you're gonna be all over this. Let's find competition for Gary Sanchez. Checks and balances. He's not getting traded. Okay, oh, where would you? Tra- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> where are you trading Gary Sanchez, and what are you getting back for him? Well, somebody will take his chance, but why? But why can't the Yankees take the chance for him? It's if some team's gonna reap the benefits that he that he uh he oozes potential. If some team is gonna get that, why can't the Yankees part. get
1: it? What? Maybe he's not fit for New York. Who Higgy? No, uh, Sanchez.
0: He's fine. He's proven to you time and time again he can hit bombs. Yeah, he's hit 30 home but the guy bats 120. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not expecting a 350 hitter out of a catcher. Well, I expect better than 120. Okay, that's fair. But if he's going to hit 35 bombs in, in 120 games, then who do I care? I, I agree. I, it's just uh, I, You're yeah. allowed to have one player that's going to go boom or bust. The Texas Rangers have it. Joey Gallo, well, who's one of the best players well, in the how league.
1: we make this deal? What? If Sanchez stays, but he's not the starting catcher anymore, he's the backup.
0: He's not going to be a backup. He's going to be a platoon. How about this? Jason Castro. You know who that is? Yeah, the guy from the Angels. Yes. Bring him in here. Let's get a little platoon going. Lefty, righty. Uh, You play the hot bat.
1: I don't mind it. I don't mind it.
0: Hold Gary Sanchez accountable. He is on his last legs. If Michael K is right and they and they cut him, then it's not even a question. But if he has another year where he hits 160, Gary Sanchez is done in New York. Because if he does this again, this is going to be three years he's hit below 200, below the Mendoza line.
1: I agree. I, you know, I would have traded in this year, but I, I I guess if they wanted to get one more. They told me they signed another catcher, and he stays on the team, then I wouldn't, wouldn't be stone cold against it. You know
0: if it was a real season, you would have saw Gary Sanchez option to, to AAA. Now unfortunately, there was nowhere to send him. He was going to be sent to like a practice squad, so it didn't make sense. But if it was but a 160 game season,
1: I'm not even talking about the, the bad hitting. The Tampa Bay game in 2019
0: doesn't hustle to the base in a, in a close game. You could have beat it out. Yeah, he was in young a- then, he was super young.
1: What is that supposed to push rule. just because you're young you're gonna it doesn't work like that
0: Ronald lacunha does that he still doesn't
1: well that's not right
0: either i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not defending it i'm saying that it, it, it's typical young you young to young to have players have who feel be, like they're, they're on top of the world what you have to have accountability I, I i agree that's what I'm saying bring in competition hold Gary Sanders accountable I don't mind Jason Castro do you what have any Robinson, what about Robinson and i
1: don't mind him either
0: hmm? I'm not a po- I'm, listen, I'm opposed to anything. Jason Castro, is, it's because he's a defense-first catcher and he gives you a little bit of pop. That that was just one catcher I came up with. You can give me a couple so options. I'd say yes or not. Would
1: you agree it's fair enough to say between me and you
0: a deal that Sanchez can stay
1: as long as they bring in another catcher? Is that a fair enough deal for you?
0: Even if they don't bring another catcher, he's staying.
1: Well, I, I don't like it then. Okay. You gotta, but if I told you, since you're a big Sanchez guy, if I told you... We can keep him. We'll keep him, but we have to bring in another catcher. Would you call that fair?
0: Yes. Okay. I got a question for you, though. Go ahead. What would be an acceptable uh, asking price for Gary Sanchez? Not even a player, just a, a a position or a need or something. Like what? What is? What was? Some, what's a thing you want back for Gary Sanchez? Bullpen. A bullpen arm. Okay. So you want to trade Gary Sanchez for a bullpen arm? Okay. Okay, that's whatever. Like, listen, I want two
1: players, a bullpen, and then and after that, uh, I don't care.
0: So it's like, like a scrappy bullpen, minor leaguer.
1: Yeah, bullpen's number one.
0: Okay. Gary Sanchez, Redwin Diaz.
1: I would take that and trade in a minute. <laughs> and look, I look, a lot of people, like, I'm sure some Yankee fans agree with me that they would trade Sanchez for a bullpen. I'm sure some of them agree with me.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do with you, Trevor.
1: That, that's a good poll, though. That's a good poll. I'm sure the Sanchez trade him or keep. I'm sure it's about 50 Do
0: you want me to put it up on the MDM podcast Instagram poll? You polls? should. Because I think it's 50-50. Wouldn't you agree? Right? Uh, well, we're going to put it up. Because we actually got, I think we got 11 votes on the Jets poll last night. 40 followers. You know, one-fourth of your year. It's, it's I'm, I'm bragging a little bit. Well, I
1: voted last night, so you can't you, 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 You're not even
0: a Jets fan. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Where did you vote, at Lee? Where did you vote? Trevor Lawrence, or whatever, the, oh, whatever. Oh, I for, of course I forgot that you want the, your teams to lose. I forgot you root for your teams to lose. No, 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 no! no. There's no defending this. You, you want you your want team. You want your teams to lose. Make the, teams to lose. make the future better. No, 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 no! I don't give me the future. You want your teams to lose.
1: Yeah, so I can get a better draft pick.
0: Did you catch the show at all yesterday? I did alone.
1: I didn't I did not have a chance yet. Okay. I was under underwater with schoolwork. I
0: heard right. about that, yes. I ho- hope you did go on your on your final stuff. I was saying that I've turned a corner. I think Daniel Jones has the potential to be uh the Giants quarterback for the next decade. Oh boy. After dead. after like bad losses.
1: What are we gonna do with you? In my
0: <laughs> In my notes I've written down stuff like I hate him, I want him gone, and this is this is like immediately after bad losses. Like after that Eagles game, uh 2 weeks ago, I was about ready to drive down to MetLife or drive up to MetLife and rip his head off. Uh that's how much I wanted him gone. But come back down to earth, you breathe, you think, you see the potential he has. You're not going to waste a pick when you could surround him with better players. Well, you're
1: going to tell me if you have the number 1, you're not even <laughs> You're not get getting the number
0: 1 pick. You're not getting the number 1 pick.
1: But as a number two pick,
0: you won't even consider taking Justin Fields. I'm moving down. You know it would have to be a catastrophe for them to end up with the second overall pick. Look,
1: I'm telling you, I I think Justin Fields is very good. I've seen him. I think he's very good.
0: You think he's better than Lawrence, right? Yes. See, I was talking about that, too, because on everyone's ranking, Lawrence is better than Fields. And I have... No, no, I'm not you know, I'm not, I do not watch a lot of college football, so I I wouldn't know. But
1: No, so but I've so far I've been all formed at Ohio State quarterbacks. I thought Haskins was gonna be the next big thing, so
0: more, more. but hey, you thought I mean, it's too early to tell you. said I agree with you that Tua was the best quarterback this year. Yeah, and it's I a, still agree with you. And his little bugger was that uh Yeah, and Maryland. Huh? See, I know I know a little bit, Trevor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what, what what year can he be drafted? Next um, year.
1: Is he a freshman or a sophomore? I don't, I
0: think he's a sophomore. I cuz he he was that in an,
1: next next year junior could be drafted. You could so. be
0: drafted in junior year? Okay. All right. That's, that's,
1: that's a sneaky good game this week. Maryland and uh, Ohio State. Oh yeah. Fields against What's what's his name? Ah, uh, what's his name? It's, it's not another It's another team name again. The, 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 I always call I always call a little brother. So I can never To to
0: ball. his little brother. To a tongue of, tongue of a low with two. Ah. Uh. I don't know his name. um, But yeah, so I was I was just saying that um, I can't sit here and root against my teams. And I was sitting in the seat of a Jets fan who was watching that game last night. How you could root for the Patriots after all they've done to you, after all the embarrassing losses they've handed to you, how you could sit there and lose, or, or not even lose, how you could sit there and root against your team, and root for the Patriots just for a better draft pick?
1: Well, one of my teachers is a Jets fan. Okay,
0: And he he
1: did not root for the Jets to lose, but he didn't root for them to win. He was neutral. I can't do that either. When they're – okay. He's like, I can't root for the Patriots, but I can't root for the Jets because I want them to get Lawrence. So he couldn't root for both. He kind of – he knew the Jets were going to blow the game, and I knew the Jets were going to blow the game.
0: When I'm watching my team play for the two-and-a-half – Three hours, three and a half, whatever it is. There is not a moment while I am watching that that I say to heck with it. Let's go Cowboys or let's go Red Sox. Let me, screw the Giants. Screw the Yankees. Screw the Rangers. There is not a moment I think that, regardless <laughs> That's of draft. What
1: future for them?
0: What future? They have a quarterback. They have Daniel Jones. That's their quarterback.
1: Well, who who the Giants play this week?
0: Ah, uh, the Eagles.
1: Fly,
0: Eagles, fly. I uh, Hey, I got to tell you something. They're playing the Eagles. If they win, they're a half game back to the division.
1: Oh, my God. Here we go again <laughs> with this
0: division. If they, okay, I want you to think this through. They should have won that Thursday night game against the Eagles. So they should be three, six. They should be a half game back right now. Let's so say not- they won that <laughs> Thursday night game. Okay, let's say they did, hypothetically. Let's say they won that Thursday night game, and then they win this Sunday. They'd be in first place. If they win this Sunday, they're half game out of first place.
1: For the sake of everybody that uh, has a clear mind, we got to have the Eagles win on Sunday because <laughs> you can't have
0: no talking about division anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Trevor. When they... The, it, okay. I understand it a little more with the Jets, but the Giants have their quarterback. Why... Not a good,
1: not a good one, though. No.
0: What do you mean okay, it doesn't have to be a Patrick Mahomes. Eli was just see like about, this. Eli I wasn't know, lighting up the world.
1: But I want to see improvement. I haven't
0: seen see, that. I've seen plenty of improvement. Dude, watch the games. And um, about, I'm talking about Jones himself. Yeah, watch the games. He the game the in game decision making. And not the fumbles and not throwing the ball away. He's gotta work on that. I'll give you that. But he knows when to scramble out of the pocket. He can hit open receivers. He can hit receivers in, in coverage. He can hit receivers in double coverage.
1: I, I will I will give you the scrambling and hitting open receivers. I will give you that. But his record, <laughs> besides Washington, who's 4-0 against, is 1-17. One one, 16, 17? 17, 17. How is that acceptable?
0: I had no words. I can't answer that right there. It's not his he fault doesn't... though. How is it his fault? Look at the teams he's playing on. I, I, it's not all of his fault. I can't. Okay, out of a hundred, hundred percent, how would you? How much blame would you put on Jones?
1: Thirty-five percent.
0: That was bad. Twenty percent.
1: The other, the other percent is because the the team is incompetent.
0: The other eighty percent is. Okay, the other one forty percent is the defense last year, and forty percent is the offense this year. The offensive line this year. Is that fair? Uh, I, you know, we're gonna go
1: back and forth to this for the whole season. We're gonna cut each other's throats about wins, Lewis's, and, and quarterbacks. We're gonna go back well, and forth.
0: To I when all right, I'll make you this deal. In February, when the Giants are hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, you can't come to the parade with me. Lombardi
1: Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> they host the Lombardi Trophy.
0: Holy! When, when, go- I, when I'm buying my Giants NFC East Division yeah. hat, I'm not getting one for you.
1: If they dance in Lombardi Trophy, I'll, I'll be out there no shirt dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, get ready for it, because it's going to happen. Lombardi Trophy, yeah. <laughs> uh, you want add anything else, Trevor?
1: Uh, no. The, uh, one thing I have to say is, I heard the Morales house is very really
0: upset that the
1: Trenton Thunder is gone.
0: We are. Well, I, I did the... Okay. I did Google math. It is uh Somerset is now two minutes further than Trenton from my house. Oh no. And as former season ticket holders to Trenton Thunder, uh we're gonna we're gonna miss Arm and Hammer Park. Great great place to spend my Friday nights. But you know I'm looking I, I, I'm looking forward to Somerset. I've never been there.
1: I've always wanted to go to Trenton Thunder. <laughs> I heard it was a nice
0: ballpark. Somerset's gotta be closer to you than Trenton, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I didn't do the math on it, but I'm sure it is. You know, one day when this is all done, maybe one day we meet up in Somerset. We got to we, we gotta do that, either we meet at like the horse race or horse track or something. We got to figure out a way, Trevor, but we'll do it. One day, one day, maybe Som- Somerset Patriots. Or, or, or the Hudson Valley, when it gets, it's only an hour away from me, so that, I, I can do that. Hudson sometimes. Valley, that's in New York, right? Or Connecticut? Uh, that's in New York. That's that, That's upstate, though. Yeah, but
1: it's only an hour away from me, so I can on finance, I we'll see. An in hour in, from this. you is
0: two hours from me. <laughs> yeah, but so I can
1: go see anything
0: on the weekends. Hey, whatever. Whenever you want, man. <laughs> Whenever this is all done, we we'll, you gotta meet up. But uh but yeah, uh, I'm Joe Morales. You can get me on Twitter at Joe Morales on the score. That's Coach Terry Markowski. This has been the MDM podcast.